Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby of Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. We're live. Uh, welcome to Save the Cowboy. We got more people here this morning than we had last week, and we are doing our best to socially distance and do what we're required to do. We're fortunate to live in a uh, county that understands the rural lifestyle, and I commend our leaders for sticking up for our religious freedoms in order to do it. And we're not trying to pass our opinion, our personal opinions off on anybody. We encourage everybody to do what is best for them and their circumstances. So uh, welcome to Save the Cowboy. To my left is Ty Weber. He is our uh, ranch manager for Save the Cowboy. And uh, we've got two ranches here in Elbert, or is it in Elbert County, the other one? Mm -hmm. It is in Elbert County. Yep. It's right on the line, right, right isn't it? Right on the line. Right on the line. And so uh, anyway, Ty, uh, tell them about what happened this week with uh, Cowboy Crew. Uh, so yeah, good morning. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, so this week we had our first Cowboy Crew meeting uh, on Thursday night, and uh, we were overwhelmed. We weren't prepared. 40 people to show up um, so if you were there and you felt a little crowded so did we uh, but we'll have a better plan next week uh, we'll, we'll get more cattle gathered up and have some other options but but thank you for doing that I, you know I thought maybe we'd have 15 people but but people obviously want to get out and, and get and get get to doing some things so uh, it's great that that crew uh, that that night Thursday nights are an opportunity for for us to get to know each other and, and to work together a little bit and uh, learn some skills, teach each other some things, and uh, you know the 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 secondary goal of that would be to identify some people that would want to actually be a part of our cowboy crew that goes out and serves in, in the community, which we got to do a lot of this week. And Mitch yeah. is, Mitch is going to tell you more about that. So Todd takes care of the uh, the ranch managing job for both ranches, and and Mitch Gorman to my right is our. Uh, Camp Cowboy at our Raymer Ranch, and he is instrumental in helping us with our Long X Ranch Cowboys and stuff like that. And we were uh, very fortunate to have a uh, really great hand come out from uh, just outside of Lincoln, Nebraska, and spend a week serving with us. And uh, Zach, come here. Come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. I was going to ask him, but I knew he'd say no, so I'm just going to yeah, put him on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> this guy can fix a windmill yeah. tower from the ground. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he proved it yesterday. <laughs> so Zach came out and went to a couple of Brandons with us, and uh, tell them a little bit what, what y'all did. Well, we fell off. We yeah. fell off. Did, we, did uh, you fall I off? Say, oh, I was oh, watching oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I was no. chasing the horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see you chasing the horse. <laughs> I seen you laughing at me or something. All you saw were sparkles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember it all. I just had to tell him to give me a minute. <laughs> no, no, we had a really good week this week, really busy week. Um, we, uh, we pretty much got to experience everything. We got to go brand, and uh, oh, my wire's all janky, sorry. But uh, we got to go brand, and then he got to experience tagging calves at Roberts. And Which is luckily, an experience right there, yeah. I mean, I mean, not Bob. Not, that's yeah, Bob. That local rancher, number <laughs> local three. Local rancher. <laughs> um, 
and uh, we got to drag some more, and, and uh, we got to have some cool, cool talks, some Bible study talks and stuff like that, and just uh, get to fellowship with everybody. That Thursday night was awesome, too. Zach got to meet a lot of people. And, uh, so yeah. tell us about it from your point of view. What's it been like being here for a week? It's been, it's been amazing. There's a, I was fortunate to be able to bring my own horses, which they don't have the opportunity that they did out here with, with everybody that's so knowledgeable, and then the horses what they, they're exposed to. I mean, it's been, it's been amazing. And, and me and my wife, we watch back home and, uh, and we pray and I pray and all that sort of stuff. The, the biggest thing that stood out to me was every time before, Brandon, before we'd get on, you know, when we went out to your place the other day, we'd all, everybody would stop and say a prayer. And uh, I, learned, I learned that I'm gonna take that back to Nebraska too, because that was a big thing that stuck out to me was, was the prayer and the fellowship and the people that are, where everybody's having a great time all the time but it's because God is, is with us. So that really stuck out. How long week. have you been a Long Egg Trench Cowboy? Um, officially, it's only been a couple months, actually. A couple of months. Yeah. So what would you tell somebody that's wondering if they should get involved with that or not? You know, um, money is, can be kind of a, a funny thing if you, if you let it. Um, and actually, me and Mitch were talking about that, too. The money isn't ours. If we give that to, you know, if it is the church, we're able to help so many more people for the greater good that it's not, it's not about the money, you know, and, and of course, if I could give all the money that I have, I would, because um, it's not about that. It's about what we're able to do with money, the tool of money more so than it is the money itself. Well, you're a cowboy. That would only be $33, but we would yeah. put it to good use. Exactly. Well, you're exactly right. Yep. Well, and what he's talking about is our Long X Ranch Cowboys is a subscription-based deal, and 100% of the money goes to uh, the ranching operations where we raise the cattle to uh, feed hungry people. And so, uh, and they come from all walks of life. You You never know what somebody's going through, and we don't ever ask if somebody qualifies. If somebody's hungry, we give you meat. If we have meat, we give it. And, and it's these guys right here, these Long X Ranch Cowboys that give anywhere from $10 a month to $500 a month in order to help us do it. And I guarantee you, we would not be doing what we do today without people like Zach and the Long X Ranch Cowboys. So anyway, consider it. Tell them how they can get, in, how they can get signed up. It's really easy to get signed up. All you got to do is you go to savethecowboy.com, click on become a Long X member today and type all your information in. And you're set. And if you have Facebook, um, once that confirmation comes in, Mike and, and Sarah can get you added on the Facebook page where there's access to all of them, all, everybody on Facebook anyways. We have more Long X Cowboys that aren't on Facebook, right. but um, a large majority of them are. And we have and a conference call tomorrow night. We do. We do. Um, what, 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. Um, so um, you can probably get joined today and be on that call. Yeah, you yep. could. Yep. Absolutely, you could. So, so anyway, without further ado, Mitch, would you open us up in prayer? I will. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much just to gather here today. Lord, we just thank you for our, uh, our county leaders, Lord, just opening us all up to where we can just God with each other and just fellowship with each other and be here again, Lord. Um, Lord, I just ask that you just uh, put your hands over, over Brett and his family. Um, Lord, with everything going on, it's real hard to understand your ways. And Lord, we may never understand your ways until we get to, get to heaven and get to ask you personally. But Lord, uh, we know you're good and we know you love us. And Lord, I just ask that uh, you... Pray, put a ple- special blessing over Kevin and his family. Lord, just give him the words and just open our hearts as he gives us a message this morning. I thank you for Zach just coming out and being a part of what we do and getting to see everything, Lord. And, and I hope that he wants to come back. 
So um, I just thank you for everything on that, Lord. And it's your name we ask these things and praise your name. Amen. 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 All right. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Uh, last week, we talked about uh, performance under pressure of not easily broken. We talked about our need for relationships and our need for friends and how, you know, one person standing alone can, can be beaten, but two people can get back to back and, and win a victory, but three are even better. And uh, so if you missed last week, you can always go to savethecowboy.com, click on previous clinics, or you can download our mobile app. Just search your app store wherever you get that and down just search save the cowboy and you can listen and there's a link to where you can watch and it it's really cool it really is cool so anyway we're gonna uh start today with uh part two of not easily broken and this past week uh working cattle taught me or reaffirmed something that i already know and I don't know if a lot of you know, but cows ain't stupid. Cows are not stupid. Uh, they, they know the timing and they know when things are coming. And you know, when nothing's going on, you go out to check them and they'll just sit there and you can walk up and you know, scratch them on the back and you know, everything like that. But when there's something to be done, they know it and you know, they'll run off or something like that. But uh, we had kind of a rough time moving uh, cattle to the pens to for to get ready for brandings and uh on two different ranches and we got it all done but the cattle knew the cattle know that hey here's all these cowboys are trying to push us to the pens you know we know something's happening and it was just kind of a wreck and the first ranch we had to go back and rope five cows or five calves that had gone back and on the second ranch i think we had to lay down nine of them out in the pasture and you know the each time we were trying to move these these cattle we got all the cows moved but but the calves wanted to go back to where they were comfortable e even though their mamas were going this way i mean several of them wanted to go back to where they were comfortable i think that we do the same thing i think that we do the same thing what is that place that we like to go back to? I think it's the same with calves and cowboys. We like to go back to our comfort zone. We like to go back to our comfort zone, but you know, there is no performing under pressure while you're in your comfort zone. It, 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 it can't happen. And you know, there, there's just some, some uh, reverse ideological thing that you have to go through, uh, for example, uh, you know, if, if you're ever out at Cowboy Crew with, uh, with everybody, if your horse starts bucking, you know, we're probably gonna tell you to get it moving, get it moving, get it moving. And, and our natural reaction is to try to make it stop, but a horse moving very slow can buck very hard, but a horse moving fast is, is, is harder to buck. And those, those old ranchers, that was their solution for everything was, you know, kick him, kick him, kick him, get him moving, get him moving, get him moving, get his feet doing something, you know? And, but, but we always wanna come back to our comfort zone. We always wanna come back to our comfort zone, but our comfort zone oftentimes is what's killing us. We keep doing the same things over and over and over and expecting different results because anytime something gets hard, we immediately try to go back 
from, from where God is pushing us uh, towards something and we don't, we, we know he's doing it, but, but it gets scary because we don't know what's going on. We know something's going on, but we don't know the details. So we try to run back to our comfort zones. Today, we'll talk about four ways to get out of our comfort zones and start performing under pressure. The first thing that we've got to do is we got to believe in something bigger than ourselves. We got to believe in something bigger than ourselves because see a comfort zone, when, when you boil it down, a comfort zone are idols unto ourselves. We want to make things easy on us. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Is it easy or hard? And, and it's real easy in, to, to run back to that comfort zone. But when you believe in something bigger than yourself, when we put when you put all of your energy into money or worldly passions or material wealth and, and even ourselves, we will never be satisfied. And, and it amazes me, especially in my own life, I don't know about yours, I, I, I'm not with y'all all the time, but in my own life, I'm always looking for an easier way to do stuff. And you know, we'll, a cowboy by nature will spend five days trying to find an easier way to do a three minute job. And there has been some amazing technological cowboy advancements from said uh, vice, but most of the time, the hard way is usually the right way, the simple way. Instead of running back to our comfort zones, we have to believe in something bigger than ourselves because our, our comfort zone is an idol unto ourselves. We have to step out of that comfort zone in order to grow because nothing grows in a comfort zone. As a matter of fact, things wither in a comfort zone. Only by believing in something bigger, bigger than ourselves, can you get to, get to where God wants you to be. You are never going to find out who you are capable of being in Christ while you are staying in your comfort zone. You're gonna have to step out. You're gonna have to take a risk. You're gonna have to put, you're gonna have to be vulnerable. You're gonna have to lean out and throw a long shot every now and then. You're not gonna grow in a comfort zone only by believing in something bigger than yourself, that, that there's something out there and we know what that thing is and it's the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit that can raise us up and lead us down that narrow trail because there's no comfort zone on the narrow trail. I assure you, only by believing in something bigger than yourself can you get to where God wants you to be. So who does God want you to be? Does he want you to be an astronaut? Those two guys timed it pretty great, huh? With everything going on. It's like, we're getting out of here. Never really wanted to be an astronaut till yesterday. Be like, 2020, we'll see you. We'll be back in 2021. Maybe, maybe. Who does God want us to be? An astronaut? No. A banker? No. You know who he wants you to be? Who he made you to be. And that's a child of God. He wants you to be one of his kids. I had a conversation with a young lady this week and she's like, I just don't know what God wants me to do. And I said, God doesn't care what you do. He cares who you are. That's where he'll really work is through our hearts, not through our occupations. Now he may work through our occupations, but he's not going to work. He can't work with an occupation that, that the person performing that occupation with their heart isn't in the right place. Who does he want us to be? He wants us to be children of God. And in my simplified cowboy version, Romans 8, 14, you can read it in your real Bibles. But I've got Romans 8, 14 is saying, those that ride for God are children of God. Those that ride for God are children of God. And if you're riding for God, I can guarantee you it's not in a comfort zone. There's an old saying about how do you know how to adjust your stirrups? You're sure if, you're, if your butt hurts, your stirrups are too, uh, too long. If your knees hurt, 
your stirrups are too short. If everything hurts, they're just right. That's pretty much how it is riding for God. It's not easy. It's not easy. And I think that there's a, there's a, a fallacy out there that, that when you ride for God, that everything's gonna be hunky-dory and beautiful and, and rainbows and Skittles and we'll all ride flying unicorns and that's crap. What? Yes, I know, I know, I'm sorry, Ty. Please comfort Ty afterwards. But it's a hard ride, guys. It's a hard ride, but it's worth it. It is worth it. Those that ride for God are children of God. If you wanna be able to perform under pressure, you gotta believe in something bigger than yourself. Second thing that you're gonna have to do is focus on what you can control. Focus on what you can control. When we were pushing cattle across the creek on Wednesday, uh, many tried to run off. And luckily we had a ton of people there. I, I don't know that we'd ever got it done without as many people as we had there. But uh, you know, me and Mitch were up front. I was on the, I was on the left and Mitch was on the right. And uh, you know, we, we both kept looking back and there was a bunch of people out there and they were, it was like a riot back there. It really was. I mean, they were doing the best they could and they were vastly outnumbered and it was just really kind of getting to be a wreck. But as much as me and Mitch wanted to go help, we had our own responsibilities. And so we stuck to our spots and, and we, we kept those cattle moving. And before too long, everything else followed and we got it done and they roped the nine calves that got out and blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't in control of what was happening in the back. I, my responsibility was the front and me and Mitch were both doing our responsibilities regardless of what was going on the back because we're not gonna lose 400 cows because six calves ran off. I wasn't in control of what was happening in the back. I had to keep control over the spot that I'd been given. To perform under pressure, you've got to know what you have absolute control over. Because I think our comfort zones, you know, they're, they should be called control zones because we think that we can control everything going on around us from our comfort zone and that is untrue. We can't control everything. We are not God and, and, and God is even God and he doesn't try to control everything because he gave us free will. You control nothing except what you say, think, and how you react. And I am appalled at my own self of how little effort I put into those three things and how much effort I expend on trying to control what everyone else says, thinks, and how they react to things. It's not our, it's not our spot. What's your spot? Where are you at riding for God? Wherever that spot is, you take care of that spot. And the only thing under your control is what you say, what you think, and how you react to certain situations. Do you do it in a Christ-like manner? Most of us, I think we would have to answer most of the time, no, but we can get better at it. We can get better at it. So what should we be doing? Instead of controlling everything, what should we be doing? We, we, we should be authentic. God made you, God made you. And it also appalls me how often I try to squash down who I am to be who I think y'all would like me to be. And I think that that has the opposite effect of most things. You know, I had a good conversation yesterday with a, with a buddy of mine that used to be an integral part of Save the Cowboy. And we were talking about that, about being, our, being our, the best version of ourselves, not the best version of who everybody else expects us to be. We gotta be authentic. We need to develop a high degree of integrity, a high degree of integrity. And we need to learn to tell the truth. But you know what? You have to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with somebody else. 
I see it all the time on social media. Well, I'm, I'm entitled to my opinion. Well, you know what, maybe, maybe you are. But even fools have opinions. You gotta be honest with yourself before you can be honest with somebody else. I think that's kind of a good paraphrase of what Jesus said when he said, get the log out of your own eye before you worry about a speck in somebody else's. That's what he meant. You can't be honest with somebody else until you're honest with yourself. I think Maya Angelou, Angelo, I don't know how you say her name. I think she said it best. And this has become one of my favorite quotes. My wife told it to me the other day. She said, do the best you can until you know better Then, when you know better, do better. That's how you grow. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. And none of that can happen in a comfort zone. The third thing that we have to do to be able to perform under pressure is, maybe this is just for me, but I think people have a backwards idea of what hope is. I think they have a backward idea of what hope is. You know, I've moved cattle to the pens countless times for brandings and other things, preg checking and, you know, weaning and just all this stuff. And it is seldom easy. You know, both mornings that I went and helped these local ranchers, I used to tell myself out loud, today's gonna be a great day. Today's gonna be a great day. We're not gonna have any problems today. I'm gonna name it and claim it and in Jesus Christ's name, blah, blah, blah. And it was a wreck. Do I not have faith of a mustard seed? I do. So why didn't that work? Why didn't that work? I think really what we need to be doing is not to be outwardly optimistic and inwardly pessimistic, but reverse that and say, you know what, today might just be one of the hardest days of my entire life, but with God's strength, I know that I'll be able to make it through it. Because every single one of you today, every single one of y'all that are listening right now, a few that are asleep, maybe they'll hear it, but you've made it through 100% of every hard day you've ever had. And you know what, that's pretty dang good. That's pretty dang good. You'll have some good days, you'll have some bad days, but if we wake up in the morning prepared for the battle, but in our hearts, knowing that God has got us. And I'm not saying, you know, well, I know it's gonna, you know, be a wreck today. And, you know, I'm not saying speak things into existence like that, but try it the other way around. Say, you know what, today might just be really, really difficult, but you know what? God is with me and I know he can get me through it. Instead of trying to avoid everything, in James chapter one, verse two, in the simplified cowboy version, it says, listen up cowboys, don't sweat it when you go through the rough and rank patches of life, shoot. You ought to be glad you go through them because it's these things that'll sure enough make a man out of you. In other words, you don't grow in your comfort zone. You do not grow in your comfort zone. And that leads me to the last one. We gotta learn to meet pain head on. We gotta learn to meet pain head on. <laughs> that day we were tagging some calves uh, I, I only got to see one of these, but uh, Mitch ended up in a UFC battle with a calf. And uh, from the way Zach describes it, Mitch was kind of like face down on the ground and had the calf over his shoulder and the head underneath him, but he wasn't letting go. <laughs> he wasn't letting go. And that thing kicked the crud out of him. And I mean, just, just nearly whooped him. But, but Mitch had this more, this much more want to in him than that calf did. And, uh, and Brett, <laughs> I had roped a, a pretty big calf and Brett come over to flank it. And uh, it had, he didn't know that it was spring loaded because every time he'd flank it, it'd hit the ground and pop right back up. And finally it ended up tripping him. And, and I've actually got a picture of it if you want to see. He just lays on it. <laughs> 
Just, I mean, he's not, he's not holding on to anything. He's just using his body weight to try to hold it down because at the time, that's all he could do. And Robert could work with that. He got him tagged. But sometimes, you know, you just, not sometimes, I, I think that we shy away from pain. I think we shy away from pain. We avoid pain by remaining in our comfort zones. We have to learn to meet the hard stuff head on. Because listen, you can't avoid pain in your life. You can't avoid pain in your life, but you can exacerbate it by trying to avoid it. It just grows and grows and grows until you meet it head on. And Jesus already said that he has claimed the victory for us. And if he's claimed the victory for us, why are we running from something? And I know that this is really easy for me to say, but that doesn't mean that it's not the truth. You've gotta be double tough to ride for God and do things the way he did it. You, you know, he, he, he went straight to the cross, didn't he? He went straight to the cross. And one of the clearest representations that I've ever pictured in my mind was when they nailed him to that cross. You know, most people, they would have to wrap a thong around their hand and pull their hand back so that, you know, they could nail it in. I don't think they had to do that with Jesus. He laid his hand down for them. He met that pain head on so that you would be victorious in whatever you're going through. It's not an easy life following Christ. It is not an easy life. In John 15, 21, in the Simplified Cowboy version, it says, they'll hate you. Jesus is talking. He said, they'll hate you because they hate me. It's not easy. It's not easy. But I implore you, do those things that we talked about. Be authentic. Develop a high degree of integrity. Be honest. Start with yourself. And if you can get past that part, then maybe you can start speaking the truth to other people. Believe in something bigger than yourself. Focus on what you can control. Prepare for the worst and let God do the rest, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by the outcome, and meet pain head on. Those that do this will not be easily broken. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, this, is a, this life is full of wonder, blessing, and glory, but it is also filled with pain, tragedy, and loss. We don't ask for an easy life because of your son, who we are to become like. He didn't have it easy either, but we do ask that you give us the faith, the strength, and the love to claim the victory that is already ours. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.